Hey guys, it's David Burns from Baseball Jobs Overseas, and after a one-year hiatus, we are back with the IBC podcast. You can now find us on Spotify, we're also on Overcast and Apple Podcasts. If you prefer video, you can find us on Instagram or YouTube under the handle at Baseball Jobs Overseas. Today I have Pennsylvania-born Brian Ruby on the podcast, who is a baseball player and country music songwriter who has traveled the world playing baseball while continuing with his music career. Brian's passion for country music was behind his decision to pass up a D1 scholarship in order to study and play closer to Nashville, the mecca of country music. Brian eventually wrapped up his college career at a D3 school in upstate New York in 2019 before deciding to take his career overseas. In one of his final college games, Brian played all nine positions in a single game, something he's quite proud of, and this it is this versatility combined with a little ne- networking savviness that has led to playing baseball in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Chile, and Peru. It was this experience that springboarded an adventure uh, with a crew of international baseball players uh, on a South American baseball journey, which he'll tell you more about in this interview. Brian also provides some great tips on how he utilized his first experience overseas to draw in multiple offers and further his off-the-field career. So without further ado, let's get on with this interview with Brian Ruby. Brian, cool. welcome to the podcast. It's, it's, it's cool how you how um, you know you have this opportunity to play uh, Division One baseball, but you choose to go another route and to be a little you know to to get the best of both worlds. Your two passions, from what it seems like, is baseball and, and country music. You ended up last year, 2019, playing for the Frankfurt Frankfurt Eagles, uh, which mm-hmm. play in the Bundesliga Two, the second division southwest of Germany yeah. and so basically straight out of college you signed there which you know mm-hmm. it's can you um just lead us up to that point like what made you decide to go overseas and then and then how that came about I signed up and you know got an offer from the Eagles and uh, next thing you know a couple of days after graduation got on a plane and was heading to Europe <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild just like that, yeah. I have a few questions around the that experience and just the the league because we don't have a lot of guys on here, or I haven't had somebody on here in quite a while that that did play in second division Germany. So I'd kind of like to get an idea of the level of play because I do know there's been more and more importing. So I'm kind of curious to hear mm-hmm. hear what it was like. Is is there any way to compare it to uh, the division three conference that you you were in? I would say. The, the players there, like you, you get, you get certain imports that are pretty good. Like, um, that might be like, you know, the better, better play. Usually the imports are, are the better players. Um, like, uh, um, our, our best pitcher was a, a player coach. A guy brought me over Jack Nelson, um, and, uh, player coach that, that lives and works in Frankfurt and kind of heads up the Eagles, squad um he pitched uh i think in like the astros organization briefly um before before he he moved overseas um and worked in the u.s consulate 
in uh, Frankfurt right now. Okay. So, um, cool. you know, you have players like that who are who still, you know, he's still got it. He's still pretty good pitcher. And, um, he can hit, too, a little. Yeah, and uh, he can hit, too. Um, and you have, you have guys like that, um, you know, play against this. Another import who played Cincinnati, dude's pretty good, uh, outfitter. And um, so you have guys that are, are, are talented ball players, you know, who played, you know, maybe, you know, college, college ball or maybe even Jack's case pro ball in the U.S. But you also have, like, that kid who's, like, 16 and, you know, loves baseball, but he just doesn't have that much experience. And, you know, the team's, team's taking him because they're trying to develop him. Um, but, you know, talent level-wise, you know, I would say it's just, it's really hard to compare, like, yeah, um, because it's just it's top, probably top, uh, top players are, are better than the guys that I would see in college. But you know, there's also guys that, like the 16 year old guy who, who's you know not going to play on my college team. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know if that maybe that explains it a little bit. Yeah, I, I love I love putting guys on the spot because it's not easy to explain. So you know, it's it's because that's really what it is. You get such a wide spectrum of of talent within a league. Yeah, what's a typical week like? So um, you know, my club is pretty straightforward. Uh, like you know, I have nothing but good things to say about everybody from the Eagles um, and Jack, who's uh, probably the guy that's that's on the website looking for for the imports and. Um, he, he's very clear with, um, what our responsibilities are. So we knew that kind of going in, um, typical week. Um, we practice a couple times a week. There would be two, uh, youth team practices that we would coach. So that was a big part of it. Um, you know, was, uh, helping out, helping to like grow the program and helping to like, you know, bring our, our knowledge from playing college ball. Um, it was me and, and they brought in another, another U.S. college import at the same time. So we were kind of grouped together. Um, but, uh, uh, a couple practices a week, um, a couple, uh, coaching opportunities a week. And, uh, we play, play on the weekends, um, mostly in the Frankfurt area. The, the division is, is all kind of seems to be, around that area. So um, our, our team, we were lucky. We were in a great spot in um, downtown Frankfurt, um, just outside of downtown, a short, um, a short bus ride away. And, um, and uh, I actually lived in uh, like a block away from the main train station in Frankfurt. Oh, cool. Um, but, uh, and, uh, you know, it was a great, Great place. I said the advantage of being in Frankfurt is is just that you're seem to be in the center of everything. Like uh, I could take a subway or, or train ride to the airport, uh, and it was like 15 minutes away from from where I was staying. Oh, and uh, yeah. you know, we hop we hop on flights. Um, Jack was was super clear with with what he wanted from us, and you know, we do our 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 coaching duties, playing duties, and um, we have uh, a couple couple chunks of time where we, we didn't have anything, and he was like, you know, go out, take a cheap flight, 
um, travel around. And he actually had a book in his house that's like, uh, what to do if you have 36 hours in certain cities in Europe. Oh, yeah. And, um, that's cool. We would, we'd either take a, take a train from the Frankfurt Hauptbahnhof to, um, went to Paris, went to, uh, we took a cheap flight, um, on a discount airline, you know, for, uh, like next to nothing to Italy. Um, and, uh, it was really cool because we could, we could combine, you know, playing baseball and, uh, they were totally cool with us traveling around to different places as long as we got back in time for, uh, you know, the next baseball practice. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really cool, and and Frankfurt being a major international hub for for flights, so I can and just being fifteen minutes away from it, I can imagine like that's a that's a huge advantage as opposed to somebody that's kind of you know playing for a club that's uh, maybe in a smaller town, uh, ways away from an airport kind of thing. So so that's mm-hmm. a, that, that was a huge perk that maybe you didn't even realize you were, you were walking into. It was a really it was a positive experience. I mean, I'd say to anybody who's 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 considering, you know, if you're gonna should I go, should I not go overseas? You know, I don't know anybody over there. I just take the leap. You know, what's the worst going to happen? You're gonna come home a couple months later and start start back up where you left off. It's a such a cool experience. And I've met so many people overseas, you know, whether face and ball or, or um, ex-presidents or Los Chivos that have just led to, if you're, you know, if you're a good ball player from the U.S. or you head overseas, the, the opportunities are just going to start coming. Like I've had multiple opportunities come from, from just playing in these different tournaments overseas. And it's been such a, a cool experience and uh, I want to keep it going. You did touch on Finkston ball. So before we get to Los Chivos, I'd like to talk a little bit about your Finkston ball experience as a musician and a baseball player, because it's one of the few <laughs> places around the world where they actually have live music, like a music festival combined with baseball. So it's a pretty unique experience. Yeah, cool. So I, I bet it was extra, extra uh, cool for you, even though there's zero country music at the Finkston Ball. <laughs> yeah, no, Finkston was uh, Finkston Ball was pretty cool. Um, I I didn't know anything about it, um, but I knew um, I had the the number of of the ex president's coach. So you know, I told him I'd be heading overseas, and uh, he said, "Come on over." I actually, when I flew overseas, I didn't fly to Frankfurt. I flew into Zurich, and I practiced with a couple of the guys on the ex-presidents. So I flew over early. You know, as soon as I found out that I was going to be on the Eagles, flew over, uh, practiced in uh, Zug, Switzerland. Got to see Switzerland. We took a train to Austria from Pinkston Ball, and it was blast. It was um and I'd say compared to a lot of guys, I was I was pretty tame, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know I was still still getting my feet wet. Like um, didn't didn't know anybody yet, and still uh, fresh off the you yeah, know fresh off the fresh off the, yeah. So, but it, it's an awesome experience, you know. Um, they have the they have the stage set up for for um, the bands that come through and. Um, you know, people playing baseball right next to it. And, and then at night, you know, it turns into 
like a little music festival thing. And, um, you know, you have people camping on the campground nearby and, and stay or staying at a hotel nearby. And, um, it was a, it was an awesome experience. I mean, I totally want to go back. Um, and, uh, I met, I played, played well in the tournament and I met, um, a bunch of guys from all over, uh, overseas baseball. Um, and, uh, got their numbers and stayed in contact with social media and stuff. And, um, and, uh, that led to, to other opportunities as well. Actually something that I decided to do because I wanted to continue playing overseas, um, was I just took like, uh, flex buses or flex trains, uh, went like city to city within Germany and I called up you know, found out the, the number or, or the WhatsApp of, uh, of the, somebody from the baseball club and asked for like a tryout, mm-hmm. you know, um, Sorry. I think if, if you're, if you're, a, if you're a good ball player and you're in a city with a, a baseball team and, and you're able to, you know, why not? I think a lot of them are willing to take a look at you and run you through a workout if you're there. 100%. That's what I did in, uh, I went from Frankfurt to Berlin and then Cologne and then Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, did a workout for uh, the, the coaching staff there. It was all after the season was over. Yeah. But, um, you know, certain guys, you know, want to go, like, lay on beach for a week after the season's over. But um, I was, you know, I was still, still in baseball mode and, and still uh, – wanted to kind of hopefully maybe create some future opportunities. Um, and, uh, also, you know, it, you can, you can go do your tryout, you know, for whatever team and then spend a couple of days in the city. And, uh, it was a really cool experience. I got to see a ton of Europe doing that and hopefully I'll be able to go back. That, that's, that's a great tip. Great tip. Um, you know, there's yeah. some guys that have actually, went like flew themselves over without a team having a team or having signed and then did exactly that but uh i, I like that yeah. at the end of a season especially if you're fresh fresh off your your senior year of college and and you know you you, you just sign wherever you can kind of thing um and then mm-hmm. look and then start thinking about the following summer by by trying out for some some higher division teams and things like that or, or showcasing for them so so um yeah great tip so let's uh so i'm assuming the guys you met at Finkston Ball, like Catalan and those guys, that's how you ended up yeah. going to South America. Uh, let's say it was February of 2020, so not too long ago, just before the coronavirus or just started warming up, heating up right about the time you were there. Um, but yeah. uh, so you guys got you, – you made it over to – did you start in Chile or where did you start? And basically, can you just give a summary of what this team is or, or you know, who, who put it together and what it's about. So um, it's a lot of the guys from the ex-presidents um, team from Finkston Ball, which is really just a collection of American imports. Almost yeah. it, it, there's a lot of crossover with that international stars team that I'd love to yeah. play for yeah. in uh, the future. So the but, ex-presidents, um, sorry, just to clarify it, for anyone listening, the ex-presidents are also a tournament team. They're not an actual team that competes in a league league in Europe. They're basically a team made up of imports that both 
domestic imports or, or guys that are American living in Switzerland and imports that come over that year and maybe pick up a few yeah. imports from different leagues like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's another thing that I would highly encourage going to these tournaments that um, there's a few of them throughout the typical uh, European baseball summer calendar that, um, you know, some of them happen when, when you're, uh, you know, like our season in Germany uh, had a few off periods um, where, you know, there might be a week without baseball and people, people take their holidays and, um, you know, you can, as an important player, you can look for uh, tournaments and, and usually if, if there's no baseball, the, the clubs are okay with you, you know, taking a train to another city and, and playing um, playing in a tournament. And uh, I would highly encourage that, you know, the great opportunity to go meet other uh, ball players and, and, and coaches from, from other clubs in different countries. And that's how I got hooked up um, in South America. Um, it was one of our, actually, um, I had met Daniel Catalan, who was a great guy and pretty well connected overseas in several years, a lot of years playing overseas, all different places. And uh, he set up this kind of like pre-spring training exhibition game sort of, uh, tour almost of, of, of ball players in South America. He plays for the Chilean national team. So he has a lot of contacts down there. And, um, uh, my friend Evan Brizantine from the ex-presidents, uh, who was in pitched, I think in Australia and Switzerland and, and um, the Netherlands. Um, and, uh, he was the one that he just called me up. I was in the parking lot of the supermarket <laughs> on a Sunday, yeah. Sunday afternoon in January, just getting food here in Nashville. And I got a call. It's like, we're going to South America and you want to come. <laughs> and I looked it up and, you know, like a day later I was in and, uh, awesome. we flew, we all, we all flew through Mexico city. So we met in the Mexico city airport and then we flew down to Lima, Peru. We played, uh, a game in a big stadium there, um, which was a really cool experience. I saw that, yeah. Uh, and we we went around. It was kind of like a combination baseball and travel trip. We went to uh, Machu Picchu uh, and Cusco and uh, actually threw a ball <laughs> on the top of Machu Picchu and got yelled at by the park rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but um, it was a good video. And uh, then we went We took a bus uh, down to, to Chile and uh, played played some games there, different places. Uh, Tokopia, which was a um, like a small town, but it was really cool because we got a couple hundred people to come out and game, and it's like the whole town like yeah um, came through, and um, it was like this beautiful stadium that that was new, and we'd only been the second event to ever play there. So uh, we are really lucky, and you know, props to Daniel for setting that up, and, and it was great. Um, I think they're going to do you know, future future trips, and if uh, you know guys are interested, I, I would go ahead and contact him, Daniel Catalan, on you know Facebook or, or Instagram or whatever. And there's yeah, actually a, we, they set up a Instagram page for Los Chivos. Honestly, it's, it's 
I have I have the website to thank for all this because if uh, you know if I hadn't got overseas and, and got to Kingston Ball and you know got to Frankfurt, uh, then none of none of these other opportunities would have even come close to happening. So. Um, well, I appreciate the yeah. shout out. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, and all those guys, like, kind of like you said, like, you, once you get overseas, like, it's these, these things, it just starts snowballing from there. Uh, if anything, it becomes difficult to walk away <laughs> and start turning down opportunities at some point because, you know, you, you do, but I think it, you also need to put yourself out there like you did. Like you, you were proactive at going to tournaments and, um, you know, going showcasing yourself to clubs. So if you, if you don't really do that and you kind of stay in your apartment and just wait for the next practice and play and play FIFA the whole summer, then, you know, then these opportunities aren't necessarily going to come. For me, I wasn't a guy with, you know, one particularly highlight real ready, um, talent you know, for a, for a pro team in the States, but I, I had a, you know, I can play different positions. I, I pitched, I'm a switch hitter and I pitched over 40 innings in relief at college. And that's huge and that's overseas. Kinda, that's huge for, for overseas. Like, yeah. I know another guy like that, Nick Michelli, um, who's played for bond, which is a great program in, uh, first mm-hmm. Bundesliga. He can pitch, he can catch, he can put infield if you need it. And it's just, really being willing to just, you know, if you're an athletic guy, just, just play wherever. And, and, um, it's led to so many, so many opportunities that I have to start turning them down. You know, I know a lot of guys that, um, are playing overseas, but you know, they're, they're studying in the morning for like, uh, a master's degree or, or some kind of, uh, education that you know they're they're working towards i know that your your website promotes that and kind of because you do have some downtime yeah uh, when you're not playing but um you know usually i spend my downtime i have a little travel guitar and uh, i'll i'll be you know at sitting at the desk in in a hotel room overseas somewhere you know trying to write Right, this music for for these guys that I work with. That's perfect, and it, it just it sounds like you you have the the nice setup for this kind of lifestyle. Yeah, well, any clubs out there yeah. listening looking for a utility guy, switch hitter, utility guy um, who could eat up yeah. some innings on the bump as well, and uh, youth coach, and the best hair in baseball in the international circuit. Um, <laughs> you, you could check out Brian Ruby uh, on Instagram, <laughs> Brian Ruby official. Is his Instagram account, and he's on the website. Uh, just search for Brian Ruby. Right on, buddy. Well, thanks, thanks for, for your time. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, David. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the air plug as well. <laughs> hey, hey, it well deserved. <laughs> I'm just jealous. I can't do it, right? So, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to win that award this this year or next year if I get back to baseball. I think you're going to get I'm, it. Uh, you're going to get it. And, and Maselli might yeah. even get the best mustache if he, if he grows it back again too. So, um, oh man, that yeah. thing, that thing legendary. <laughs> right on. Awesome. Cool, man. All right. Take care, buddy. Cool. All right. Take care. Bye. To hear more of the same, make sure to hit the subscribe button. You could also follow us on Instagram or YouTube where there's more short form content as well. If you're interested in taking your baseball or softball career overseas, you can reach out to me personally at dburns at baseballjobsoverseas.com. Until next time, thanks again for listening, everybody, and may the baseball gods be with you.